Amen. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, 1 Corinthians chapter number 15. And some of you were here in the 9 o'clock service, and you're like, hold on, that's not the scripture that we read this morning. And I'm sorry, I'm just going to follow the Holy Ghost today. God knew who was going to be here. God knows what he wants to do. And uh, I'm just going to trust him. Amen. I know he don't need me today, but I need him. I remind myself frequently, God spoke through a donkey. I'm nobody special. Amen. I'm just glad that God has allowed my family and I to serve in the kingdom of God. It truly is a privilege to serve. I honor Pastor and Sister Greg. I do honor Bishop and Sister Gandhi in this wonderful church. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter number 15 and verse number 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Pastor Greg, if you're looking for a scripture to put on the nursery wall, that'd be a good one. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. The Bible says in verse number 52 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption, and this mortal shall put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. For the next few moments, I want to preach to this great congregation of people. When a moment changes everything, all it takes is a moment. The Bible says in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. You've got to understand today, this is not our forever home. I'm going to be real blunt with people and let you know I love everybody. I'm nobody's judge, but the Bible declares that this world will pass away. And it's going to be one of two destinies. I've got as a man of God tell you today, it's going to either be heaven or it's going to be hell. But in a moment's time, you can make up your mind, God, I don't want to die lost. But God, I want to repent of my sins. I want to be baptized in Jesus' name. And I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost so that I can make it to heaven. I want to make it to that place. Would you clap your hands on the Lord across this room today? Jesus, we love you, God. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Those that dipped out of here at 9 o'clock, after the 9 o'clock, we, we love them and understand. Just hopefully they, they'll tune into this one and realize it's not the same message that happened. Amen. But for those of you that stuck around, hold on, get ready, and let's see what God will do. Amen. Visitor friend today, I, I, I'm not from this church. I'm a visitor myself. Uh, but don't you allow fear, don't you allow the lies of an enemy, and don't you allow the burdens of your past to discourage you from responding to what you feel in the house of God. It's nothing that we've pumped into the air-conditioned system. It's nothing that we can make up, or it's nothing that we force to happen. But it's the Spirit of God that's moving in this room today. Amen. A moment is defined as a brief period in time.
just a moment. It happens that fast. The, the Bible even talks about our lives saying life is but a vapor. It's here and then it's gone. All of a sudden, life happens too quickly. And, and no matter what age you're at, when somebody is nearing the end of their life, even if you've got ample amount of time to say your goodbyes, even if you've got plenty of time to quote unquote prepare yourself for their passing, you are never fully ready to let somebody go. And it seems that we find ourselves saying it happened so fast. How did we get here? It's because a moment happens just like that. And the Bible says that the rapture will take place in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. They used to sing them old songs back in the day, and they used to sing them like this. Soon and very soon we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Or they'd sing old songs like, See the bright light shine. It's just about home time. I can see my father standing at the door. This whole world's been a wilderness. And they used to get excited about this part. And they say, I'm ready for deliverance. Lord, I've never been more homesick. Somebody needs to get their mind made up that this is not my home. I can't just keep going through the motions, acting like life's the same old same, and I can do what I want to and live how I want to and just think that one day we're all just going to be, I'm just making my own way. I'm just doing my own path. No, you got to understand today, the Bible says there is one plan of salvation, and that's repentance of sin. That's not just saying I'm sorry. That's making a 180-degree turn and saying, I'm not going to live like that anymore. I'm not going to do those things anymore. I'm not going to talk like that, walk like that, live like that. I'm going to be baptized in the name of Jesus and filled with His Spirit because in a moment, all of a sudden, cars will be driving down the road with nobody to drive them. All of a sudden, people will be raptured up. The greatest altar call of the church will be one second too late. All because of a moment. A moment where the greatest lie of an enemy is, I've got tomorrow. The greatest misconception of life is I've got more time. There's always another service. There's always another opportunity. I can remember being backslidden and I would come home and, and I had walked away from God and yet God was so faithful to me and I would lay in bed, Pastor Greg, with tears running down my face and I would pray, God, please don't come back tonight. I'm not ready and I don't want to die lost. Tears would stain the pillowcase and I would just pray and pray. And I got through the night and the sun would shine again and it was back to my same old ways. Back to my same old thing. God had spared me another night, but maybe, maybe I'll have another night. And maybe I'll have another night. Not realizing that in a moment's time, everything can change. And when you begin to talk about a moment changing so abruptly and so quickly, many of us today go where the opening context of my words have taken us. And we, we go to those tragic times where life can change in a moment's notice. Believe me, I can share with you plenty of tragic stories. Uh, my brother was killed 
killed in a car wreck at the age of 20 years old. I preached two of my grandparents' funerals six months apart from one another. We lost a baby in a miscarriage. I'm telling you, I've seen my fair share of tragedies, and I'm not trying to minimize what you go through, and I'm not trying to compare my situation to yours. But instead of today allowing humanity and flesh to take me to those moments of tragedy, I've got to tell you today about a moment when I walked into an apostolic church and I was bound by drugs. I've got to tell you today when I was bound up in a life I wasn't proud of, making mistakes that I wasn't happy making and I knew I needed something to change. It didn't take a lifetime for me to fix the mistakes that I had made. It took one moment in an apostolic church, one moment in the presence of God for God to say what you've gotten wrong for the last 18 years. I can make it right in one moment. I've come to tell somebody your sin don't scare God. Your uh, your addictions, your chain, your bondage, no matter what you did last night, uh, last week, or last year, you don't need a lifetime to get it fixed. All you need is a moment in the presence of God and one moment in His mercy, one moment in His grace can accomplish anything. thinking about a moment when the spirit of God walks in and all of a sudden the spirit of fear begins to tremble. I'm talking about in a moment when the presence and the power of God begins to move and, and all of a sudden uh, angels start walking around the room and demons start running and fleeing because at the very mention of the name Jesus, the Bible says all of hell begins to tremble. You know why they begin to tremble? The adversary, the Bible says, you believe in one God, thou doest well. The devil believes and he trembles. The reason why the devil believes and trembles is because he's been there. He's seen it. He started out as heaven's choir director. Tell me what you listen to don't matter now. When you realize what his job was in heaven. You want to know why music is so influential? It's because the adversary understands the power that is within you. He's been there. He's seen. And he's tried to take and corrupt and twist. All the adversary's got to do is get you and I distracted. The Bible says the adversary, he'll kill, steal, and destroy. But the reality is if he can get us distracted, we'll destroy ourselves. All he's got to do is get you distracted. Oh, it's not really that big of an issue. It's not really that big of a deal. It's, it's just this one time. It's just, I, I, I just got to get this under my belt so I can say I tried it and then, and then I'll go back to God. And it's in that moment of distraction, what we slowly allow to creep in today will be what ultimately destroys us tomorrow. I've got to tell somebody today, you've been caught up in that distraction that is leading you to a destruction. But I present to you today a God that says one moment uh, can right those distractions. One moment uh, in his presence. One moment in his hands. Uh, one moment. Tell me about a moment. We talked a little bit about her on Wednesday night. That lady at the well, that Samaritan woman who had had five husbands and was living with a man she wasn't married to. She didn't have a lifestyle that she was proud of. She didn't have a lifestyle that many would condone and support. Uh, and yet God didn't need a lifetime. God didn't need a whole bunch of hours. God didn't need her to pay this and to do that and to say sign a church role or this, that, or the other. All he needed was a moment with her. Uh, and all of a sudden she became one 
of the greatest revivalists ever recorded in history because she went back and she began to talk about a moment. She went back and she began to talk about a man. One encounter, one moment in the presence of God. Her life in that city was forever changed. Don't tell me your sin's too great when I can take you to the book of Acts in chapter number 9 where a man named Saul stood by while they stoned Stephen and then he starts persecuting Christians and in a moment on his way to Damascus God changed a persecutor to a preacher. Don't tell me Bartimaeus a moment don't matter. Don't tell me lady with the issue of blood a moment's not important. Somebody today has got to realize the enemy is trying to distract you because God has ordained this as your moment. Why am I here preacher? Because it's your moment. You didn't just get up and decide to come to church. God orchestrated this encounter. She didn't just happen to be at the well that day. He knew where she was going to be and when she was going to be there. And he understood if I can just get her to one moment. If I can just meet her in the midst of her calamity. If I can just meet her in the midst of her storm. And in one moment the power of God forever changed her world. One moment for a dead man by the name of Lazarus. And then all of a sudden he comes hopping out of grave clothes. One moment where a young boy ran out onto a battlefield with just a sling and a stone brought about one of the greatest recorded victories in the word of God that is still preached and talked about. One moment as we talked about three Hebrew boys this morning in the nine o'clock service it was one moment in time that because of these three Hebrew boys said I will not shy away from the moment. I will not bow down and cower to culture and society. You know what happened? Their their bonds were burned off and they came out of the fire but it was greater than that in the moment. Because that one moment brought about a king to set forth the declaration. That one moment caused King Nebuchadnezzar to say, The God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is the one true God. I've come to tell somebody today, your moment may have nothing to do with you. We talked about Ezekiel in the valley at 9 o'clock this morning. And I've come to tell you, the valley had nothing to do with Ezekiel. But there was a bunch of dry bones that needed resurrecting. And because Ezekiel was sensitive enough to allow God to have a moment, an army was raised up. Your moment may have nothing to do with you. Your storm may have nothing to do with you. Your valley may not be predicated off of what you've done or where you come from but because of the people you're connected to and in a moment they're going to see my God if God can do that for them he can do it for me tell me about a moment Jairus' daughter who is nigh unto death and Jairus said God if you'll just speak the word and in a moment a dying girl was raised up tell me about a moment for a man by the name of Daniel in a lion's den when he should have died but God showed up tell me about a moment brother Jonah when you're ready to get into the water and commit suicide and God sends a fish I've come to tell somebody a moment matters because a moment can change everything tell me about a moment Rahab whom the Bible calls a harlot if you know what that word is good if you don't ask your pastor he'll help you out Rahab whom the Bible calls a harlot you're not inviting her over for dinner. We don't want to be seen hanging out with her. We don't want to be seen associating with her because everybody knows what kind of life she's living. 
Everybody knows what she's been doing. Everybody knows who she is. But one moment, one opportunity, one encounter with God, Rahab goes from being known as a harlot living a promiscuous lifestyle to found in Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of faith and the lineage of Jesus Christ came through Rahab all because of one moment. Tell me a moment don't matter to a young lady by the name of Leah who her father had to trick Jacob into marrying her because of her condition. The Bible says she was tender-eyed and not easy to look upon. That word tender-eyed means she was either severely cross-eyed or she had a severe lazy eye that affected her, her outward appearance and because of this she was looked at as the unwanted daughter. She was looked at as the unwanted wife and, and Jacob even in not wanting her Leah understood today that there's going to be a moment and her fourth son she named Judah and Judah birthed the tribe of praise and the lineage of Jesus Christ came through the tribe of Judah from an unwanted daughter an unwanted wife you've come too late to tell me God's not interested in you you've come too late to tell me God don't want to do something through you you've come too late all it's going to take is a moment for you to realize I do have something worth living for I do have something worth getting up and going to church about I do have something to pray about. I do have because in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, in a moment I need drugs to be forgiven. In a moment I need alcoholism to be destroyed. In a moment I need my mind healed. And all it takes is one single moment. You've already agreed with me and indulged me long enough to understand that one moment can change everything one moment saying a God can get you back where you need to be one moment saying a God that's got it on cruise control right now one moment just going through the motions one moment person that's been used in ministry. One moment person that sang and played on this very platform. One moment saint of God that's just been showing up out of mundane repetition going through the motion. You want to know what a rut is? I didn't hear this till I got to East Texas. A rut is a grave that's kicked out on both ends. And some of you are sitting in that same old rut because you forgot about a moment. You forgot about a moment when we were lost and we were broken and we were undone. It's okay, I see you. Some of you playing on your phone. Some of you so far away from here right now. Some of you don't even have a clue that you're still sitting in the house of God because you're just so used to showing up that the power and the Spirit of God began to move. All because we've lost the importance of a moment. Because I got tomorrow, preacher. Because I got the next day. You know what? I'll get it all together one day and then I'll come to God. I'll be redundant in saying the greatest altar call our churches will ever see is one second too late. I wonder how soon in a moment as Noah began to build that ark. It's all fun and games right now. Look at that moron. Look at him out there. We, we don't even know what rain is and this guy's building a boat. We don't even know a drop of water hadn't touched the ground and look at him out there building a boat. For years he labored. 
for years he was mocked. I'm talking about where the church is today. The church has labored for souls. The church has been mocked. The church has been persecuted, ridiculed, made fun. And yes, while the church does have its blunders, I will agree. People have made mistakes and God has got the blame for it. Don't you ever think that God's the one that made the mistake. I understand today that church hurt is a real deal and it shouldn't be. And I'm ashamed at the things that have happened through the church. But God should not end up with the blame for what people have done in their ignorance. And yet here he stood still building a boat, building an ark. And people laughed until the rain started falling. People mocked until the doors were closed. Noah, let me own that boat. Preacher, we don't hear preaching like this anymore. Preacher, what are you doing? Preacher, no, this ain't how it's supposed to be. I need you to pat me on my back. Tell me it's going to be all right. Give me the sunshine and the rainbows. I love the sunshine and the rainbows. I wanted to re-preach the message I preached this morning. I wanted to just do it all again and let the power and the glory of God show up. But God said there's souls that are going to hell. There are souls that are losing the value and the importance of a moment. The tragedy is some of hell's greatest trophies will be apostolic saints sitting on a church pew because we forgot about a moment. Families will go unconnected to the kingdom of God. Families will miss a moment like a thief on a cross. I've got a reputation to maintain, Pastor. I would pray. I would do what I used to do. I would I would get that zeal and that fire back from God, but I've got a prestigious reputation to protect. Souls. 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 Somebody get under the burden with this preacher this morning. I'll be out of your way in just a minute. But God has called me to remind somebody of a moment when you were lost. A moment when you were broken. A moment when you were undone. A moment when living for God isn't what you knew because you've got to understand today we were all born in sin and shaping into iniquity. But it wasn't for God. If it wasn't for God in one moment, we wouldn't know what this presence feels like. We wouldn't know what the glory is like. We've got to get to the ideology. We've got to get the ideology that, that it's just for us and no more out of our minds. We've got to get the ideology if it's just supposed to stay inside of this church out of our minds. Why? Because there are people that need a moment. There are people that are broken that need to understand one moment can take broken pieces and turn them into masterpieces. I wonder if there's anybody with a testimony in this room right now that says if it wasn't for a moment. I wonder if there's anybody that you remember where God brought you from. You ought to lift your hands as a testimony and a sign to somebody else that says, hey, God had a moment with me and now I've been set free. Hey, I'm not proud of where I come from. I'm not happy with what I used to do. But I thank God there was a moment that changed everything. I don't want the whole team to come. I just insist that plays the piano. Come play something for me, please. I'm nowhere near done. The Spirit of God's moving. Somebody is so tired. You've literally been wrapped up in bondage so long. You said, God, if you're real, I need a sign. 
God, if this is real, I need you to tell me. I need you to show me. And the Spirit of God's moving across this room. And I understand I've probably offended some of you this morning, and I apologize. It's not my intention to offend. It's not my intention to be critical or judgmental. I was lost in sin. I'm not telling you about something that I don't have experience with. And I'll be redundant, like I said, in the 9 o'clock service this morning. The only person that this Holy Ghost makes me better than is the man I used to be. I'm not concerned with whether you were raised in the church or maybe you were raised in a broken home or maybe you were raised in the local drug dealer's house. I'm not concerned with any of that. I'm just telling you that God wants a moment to minister into your life. God wants a moment on this Sunday morning because this word still declares, I understand today we need messages of validation. Preacher, just tell me I'm okay. We want a preacher to stand and justify our actions. We want somebody to tell us it's okay. Just do what you... And I'm not saying that that's what happens in this pulpit. By no means am I talking anything down or negative against your pastor or any other minister that has stood in this pulpit. I'm talking about church culture as a whole where we take the pen knife and we cut out the parts we don't want and we, we only want the things that we, we want to have and the good parts that apply to us, but we forget there's coming a moment when all of this stuff's going to pass away. Destruction will consume the face of the earth. All in a moment. A moment, by definition again, is a brief period in time. Tell me about that moment where a thief hung on a cross and found forgiveness. <laughs> he was literally being put to death for his sins. He was literally being put to death for his actions. And it just so happened that his moment was right next to the moment where Jesus Christ was being hung and put to death for our sins. This man's being put to death for his life. Our Savior was being put to death for our life. All for one moment. All for one Sunday morning. Would you stand with me all across the house? I'm praying I'll do a better job on Wednesday. But i got to tell somebody. Don't miss your moment. Pastor, the greatest tragedy about our churches is this. That our saints of God have gotten to the place where we can't come to the altar anymore. We've traded altars of weeping and praying and, and pouring ourselves out for mere gathering places where we fold our arms and watch to see who's going to come pray. And, and the others think that if I go down there, pastor's going to think I've messed up. If I go down there, they're going to think i got sin in my life. If I, if I go pray, they're going to think less of me. All because we care more about what people think than a moment in His presence. I'll be real honest with you. When this moment 1 Corinthians references take place, it's not going to matter what anybody thinks. It's not going to matter what anybody says about you. 
God help us. Preacher, you're reaching way back there today, I know. I know because there's people in this room right now. You've done everything you can do to push it all inside. Shrug your shoulders and say, that church stuff is for somebody else. <laughs> you don't know where I come from. <laughs> you don't know where I come from. I'm not worried about where anybody comes from when I've seen where God brought me from children aren't in here. I may have made reference to it the other day, but I've got to tell somebody I'd pushed myself to a place so dark. So brother, are we live streaming? You go ahead and turn this down.